Welcome to the Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now in the studio, local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. Well, welcome to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, little holiday music. It's our Saturday, December 24th show. Happy holidays. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. In addition, for more information on upcoming events, you can go to tinamitchellevents.com. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell, bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and how they can affect your money. The holiday season is a perfect time to reflect on on your blessings and seek out ways to make life better for those around you. My hope is that my show has done that through 2022 and offers the same for you in our upcoming year for 2023. If you're hearing my show at a different time or um, a different part of different time of day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or more importantly, to connect you to the guests I have on the show today. You can reach out to the show at themoneyhour.com. And now my lineup for today's show, I have Tracy Cromwell of Being Healthy Doesn't Have to Be Hard, How to Get Out of the Costly Yo-Yo Dieting Lifestyle. Also, if you're watching my show on my Facebook premiere or my YouTube channel, I would like to take this opportunity to introduce my producer over at Hubbard Radio, Benny. Hi there, Tina. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you, you as well, Benny. Thank you very much. I could not do it without uh, Benny. And as well, I'd like to give a shout out to Becky, who is my marketing director. Hi, Tina. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And both of you have done a lot for the show last year. And I know a lot more coming up for 2023. And if you're watching us on video, you'll notice everybody's in red, but me. <laughs> However, I hope that you can tell I actually am in Christmas green. So I do have a holiday spirit, just uh, not all in red, like, uh, like the rest of uh, everybody here today. So thank you for dressing up in spirit of the holidays. Great information and great guests in studio for more information on any topic discussed. You can reach out to the show at themoneyhour.com. And as I do each week, nothing different for this week. I want to go ahead and start out today's show with a little bit of money chat. Money. Money. It was the best of times, then it was the worst of times. Charles Dickens would have been quite relevant if he had lived to tell the tale of two mortgage climax. We will be telling our kids about these times, recalling how we'd wake up, walk to the office in the other room, then back to the bedroom to call it a day. How rates would start the day at a certain level. And by the time that we got back from refilling our coffee, such dramatic change. Perhaps this would be best described 
our sentiment towards 2022. Since we've experienced falling yields from the highest level set back in October, we've undoubtedly felt a sentiment that perhaps the worst is behind us. This week's unfortunately gave a way to test that headspace. This came in the form of the widening of Bank of Japan's YCC yield curve control policy. What does that mean and why does it impact our market? Well, YCC is an unconventional fiscal strategy like QE, quantitative easing, for us here in the United States. If the Fed said that they would buy $1 trillion in treasury bonds, to keep rates lower for longer, the YCC approach says that they will buy as many bonds as they needed to keep the price at 101. QE is volume driven, YCC is price driven. The results can be similar. And at the end of the day, it's all about market manipulation for the desired outcome. Now, when BOJ, Bank of Japan, said that they were widening the band range from zero to plus a quarter percent, that meant that they will let the market price for their yield, like our Fed's fund rate, move higher without interventing to buy government bonds to artificially keep it low. So in turn, this is the rate hawkish move because now the rates can begin moving higher, unlike how it's been for the past decade. It's not a hike but it's essentially behaves like one. So why does this affect us? Well, Japan was one of the largest buyers of U.S. treasuries over the years. When Japan's yield began to rise, the price of their currency does too. So that could begin to happen is the appeal for U.S. treasuries could soften to potentially more lucrative opportunities in the yen beginning to rise. Less U.S. treasury buys equals lower prices for treasuries, which equals higher interest rates. Know this, this market is a knee-jerk monster these days, so allow the information presented paints a bleaker picture. The reality is that it took 10 years for the BOJ to make a quarter percent adjustment to their policy. That could make the runway much longer and the likelihood of continued market pressure for lesser over time. The market has already began taking this news in stride. One data point is C of nonstop information grabbing. Keep calm and carry on full steam ahead. And that is your money chat coming up next on the money hour, how to get out of the costly yo-yo dieting lifestyle. Tracy Cromwell, uh, being healthy doesn't have to be hard right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Want to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Let us help you produce a professionally sounding radio show or podcast. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Real people, real life, real radio. Alternative Talk 1150. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. 
Love the in spirit of holidays music. You're listening to the Money Yard 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, December 24 show. Happy holidays. You can also listen to my show podcast, Facebook premiere. You can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. It's a great day to talk about money. And that is what the show is all about, how to make money, save money. So you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. Once again, we come to the holiday season. I hope yours is filled with lots of joy. If you're hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. I'm here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. Please reach out to the show at themoneyhour.com. And now on my show, I have Tracy Cromwell of being healthy doesn't have to be hard. How to get out of the costly yo-yo dieting lifestyle right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tracy, welcome to the show. So excited to have you. Oh, I'm just so excited to be here. And thanks so much for having me and inviting me to be here. And happy holidays to everyone as well. Yeah, happy holidays and beautiful red sweater in spirit of uh, the holiday show today. And really excited, Tracy, um, as I shared with you, you're the only guest that's going to be on the show, which is really special that I'm going to get a chance to showcase you for the for the next three segments. So if you're listening to the show, you definitely do not want to tune out because I'm going to have Tracy through the entire show. So a little bit about Tracy. She is a certified integrative nutritional health coach and certified personal trainer. She opened her practice in 2015 and is passionate about working with confused and frustrated dieters. Why? Because she was one of them. In 2006, after 22 years of yo-yo dieting, body shaming, high anxiety, she was diagnosed with pre-diabetes. However, what appeared as a failure launched her into a new life and career for herself. Since then, she has helped hundreds of people leave their yo-yo dieting lifestyle behind, gain confidence, and love their relationship with food and their relationship with themselves. Tracy is passionate about her coaching career and loves seeing her clients succeed. When she isn't coaching, Tracy enjoys singing, getting outside hiking, cycling, and boating with her family and friends. And this is why I thought it would be great to have you, Tracy, for the entire show, because health, everybody is thinking in the new year for that new year resolution, what can I do to become more healthy? That's one of the most popular resolutions that people have. So I can't think of somebody better to interview for my show in spirit of the holidays and getting ready for 2023 than you, Tracy. So thank you again uh, for coming in and spending the entire show with me today. Again, thank you. I'm just so full of gratitude and just I feel really blessed to be here. So thank you so much. You're welcome, Tracy. So what does integrative nutrition mean, Tracy? Excellent question. So one thing when we hear the word nutrition, we think of food and that's, that's, that's mainly what we think about. But um, as an integrated nutrition health coach, actually our whole life is integrated. So when I work with someone, we're looking, we're looking at their whole life. And how is it all balanced, right? So food's a big, food is a big part of it, but physical activity, um, relationships, spirituality, career, finances, very important, education, joy. So there's this whole radar that we look over. And, and so when we, when we compartmentalize each second section separate from the other, um, it can give us some challenges. 
Because yeah. what, what can happen when we don't think integrative of our whole life, one part will always impact the other, right? Yes. Our, yes, yes. So being integrative um, health coach means that, um, yes, most people come to me for food, but we look at the bigger picture so that when something happens that we can um, stylize something right for them by probably making some adjustments in other areas too, to allow that lifestyle that they want. That is so great and so important because you can't fix one problem if you don't have a holistic view of all of the other things. And what do people right. typically go to, especially people that have had challenges um, with, with their weight and healthy lifestyle? When you get stressed mm -hmm. in one of these other areas, and we're going to talk about this in more detail, the first mm -hmm. thing I would imagine that you go to is the default that makes you feel better, which is not eating good, makes you feel better for a second, obviously doesn't yeah. make you feel good in the long term. Again, having that right. ripple effect. So um, thank you for that, Tracy. So what did it feel like when you were constantly dieting, dieting, and then told that you had pre that you were pre-diabetic? Right. So, you know, I started dieting in high school and it started really with the whole food pyramid that came out that time when it was bread, pasta, you know, the whole base of the program was you eat grains. And so when I was following that um, program, I gained a bunch of weight, you know, and I thought it was my fault. You know, it's my fault. Um, my body's the problem. What is wrong with me? Mm -hmm. I'm a loser. Um, shame on you. You're so ugly. I can't believe you have this fat on you. And, and why can't you have a health? What's the problem with you? So I would diet, I would then, you know, do calorie restriction or, or, um, gosh, back then the, the, the shakes were horrible. They just, yes. you know, the diet shakes were so bad. <laughs> I just, and I would lose some weight and then I try to go back to eating. And again, I would, I would gain the weight again. Yeah. And then into the nineties, I became very much, um, exercise oriented, but it, uh, it was a point, and this is something you could see someone out there that's very fit and all of that, but they could be someone like I was, that was just fighting every single day to, to keep my weight under control. And it was more out of a punishment than it was for, um, staying healthy. And one day I just got exhausted. I, I remember the day I was getting setting up to do the, to do my step aerobics. I had the weights and I was going to just power it again. And I was like, I'm just so freaking tired. I'm so tired. And sure enough, weight started to come back on. So it just came, you know, it just was like over and over and over again. So then when I got the diagnosis, I was just like, screw it. You know, I really should have left my body back then. Yeah. Why didn't I take care of myself? What's my problem? Um, I'm embarrassed, um, you know, and what a failure, you know, here I am, you know, about to be 40 and I, I've lost it. I'm, I'm doomed now. I'm diagnosed wow. with a chronic, you know, heading into chronic illness. So yeah. you know, do I hang it up or do I, I figure it out, you know, but it was just never, I couldn't look in the mirror at myself and appreciate myself, you know, yeah. and, well, it wasn't you, all about the food either. So. It wasn't what? It wasn't always all about the food either. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, and what a, a beautiful thing is I, you know, in your introduction is when you can go through uh, uh, something traumatic and then get through it on the other, and then on the other side to be where you're at today, um, mm -hmm. healthy, fit, 
educated on how to get there, stay there, and all the other things that brought you. And you have your story that you can tell, which can be an inspiration at such a high level uh, to people that are working with you. And it enables you to do ultimately what we all want to do, which is to make a difference in our community uh, through the product and service that we have to offer. So um, beautiful uh, story, Tracy, and journey to bring you where you're at today. So Tracy, what was one of the most difficult things for you to overcome into regards to your relationship with food? So excellent question. So um, I had a mindset that um, whatever I put in my mouth, my body should just be able to put up with. It uh-huh. was really interesting. It, it was like, you're going to, you're going to tolerate it. And I'm putting in there. And again, I just had this really, I didn't have a very good relationship <laughs> with my poor body. And um, because I didn't have, I didn't, all I knew was like calories, the calorie thing, but I didn't understand food and it's, and how it really impacted me, uh-huh. you know? So the most difficult thing for me was being willing to um, learn about that. I didn't want to take time. I was busy. I had a big job. I was in construction. I was, I had a family. I don't have time for this. So Mm -hmm. I just had to learn that actually did impact me and that, that I did deserve the opportunity to be healthy and take care of myself. So it was this transition from that, that suck it up and just, you know, you're just going to tolerate it to, oh, am I worthy of taking care of myself? Yes. Am I a failure? I mean, is, isn't that for wussy people? I mean, I, I was hardcore. This well, and, and anything, um, when, when you're having a struggle, whether it's, it, it's with your eating or you're having a struggle in success in business, or you're having a struggle in your, your confidence, it's all in the conversations that you're having with yourself and the relationship with yourself and through that conversation. And that's why coaching is so important because you have somebody yeah. that can be on the outside of it to really help you see where those issues are, how to change your conversation with yourself, which then results into changing your habits. Once you change your habits, then it changes your results. And when you're creating those new habits, then they become your new habits. Those old habits are no longer a challenge for you because, but you need somebody to help you walk through those stages, just as you do in your business success, you do in your personal and health success as well. So Tracy, how do you feel about your body today? Because we're, um, I mean, I only see you from here up, but I can see you are definitely fit, healthy, and have a beautiful body. So how do you feel about your body today? Well, I now realize that my body is my best friend. You know, it's my home and it's, it's giving me the opportunity to, um, experience this life right and it always is doing its best under certain circumstances Mm -hmm. in circumstances all I need to do is learn how to drive it and learn how it functions and learn what's what's best for it so now I am like what can it do like what if I do eat this is that going to make me this way or that way or Mm -hmm. if I exercise you know how's it going to change and you know if I don't exercise what's going to happen so it's a whole different feeling now it's it's actually fun and so I it's totally different and that's like my hope for everybody to be able to feel that that 
a different relationship. Yeah. That's so. beautiful, Tracy. It's um, I, I like how you um, say it's your best friend and it's your home. You know, our body should feel like our safe place. Right. And also, I love how um, uh, you're talking about the journey of discovery in, in your body. And again, that's why coaching is important is because you need um, someone that can help navigate that for you. But it's a constant journey and, and fun to think about, OK, what if I tweak this and do this? How is that going to impact? And, you know, because your body is telling you, you don't know until you go through that process. Right. But it's understanding what your body is saying and how to help navigate and to drive it because ultimately we're in charge of it. The body can only give us signs of what we're doing to it, but ultimately it's our decision and we're in charge of it. So um, uh, treasure yourself, treasure your body and um, uh, be blessed that you have control of how you're navigating and driving that through your journey in life. So that's beautiful. Um, I'm going to start thinking of my body as my home. It's my it's safe your home. Place, it's right? your friend. Yeah. You don't want to be living in a body where your home's on fire or something, right? Or it's flooding. You know, you want to live in, in a body where your home is safe and you're taking care of it. So that's, uh, that's a beautiful uh, visual there, Tracy. So what do you believe the cost of being healthy versus unhealthy? That's a great question too. So I learned that the cost of being healthy is actually an investment in, in me. It's an, it's a, it's, um, I've learned that it can then defray the negative impacts, negative costs of my life. You know, when I was pre-diabetic, I saw prescriptions. I saw possibly becoming a type two diabetic, not being able to be active, not being able to be with family um, the way I want to um, be, you know, versus an investment in me. And one thing I've learned too, now that I eat so much better, I guarantee you my budget's much smaller than somebody. I don't eat, I don't, it doesn't cost that much now that I know how to do it as opposed to eating all this other stuff. And so even financially, out of pocket, it is a lot less expensive. So quality of life, priceless. What does yeah. that mean? Playing with grandkids, playing with family, going on hikes and things you want to do, right? Um, as opposed to the other, which I was faced with. And yeah. it, there's no comparison, absolutely no comparison. You know, yeah. Investing. Can I? So the the cost is everything. You know, your health is your lifestyle. It's it's the it's how you feel about yourself, which is going to impact and affect everything else. We're going to talk more about. Uh, it impacts how you're making a difference and how showing up for your family, how you're making a difference and showing up in your business, um, and in your community. So it's everything. And I like how you gave a shout out on it doesn't have to be expensive because I think a lot of people might think eating healthier is paying a lot more for that. Um, and another uh, reason and a shout out the importance of having a coach that can help you um, figure out how do you eat smarter, healthier, and smarter financially as well. So um, coming up next in the money hour, I'm having a continued conversation with my guest, Tracy Cromwell of being healthy doesn't have to be hard. We're talking about how to get out of the costly yo-yo dieting lifestyle and what a great way to start your 2023 right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
Are you confused and frustrated with your relationship with food, with yourself? Have you dieted and lost weight to only gain it back again or even gain more weight than you lost? Do you want to be able to go out to dinner and not worry about being on a diet? Well, if you've answered yes to any of these questions, then Tracy Cromwell can help you. She has been where you are, a yo-yo dieter, stuck in all the noise of the diet world. She became pre-diabetic in 2006 and felt like a failure. She had so much to overcome in her beliefs around food and beliefs about herself. And she can help you do the same. Yep, have a positive and supportive relationship with food, your body, and your mind. Tracy is a certified integrative nutrition health coach and precision nutrition health coach. To get started today, go to tracycromwell.com and schedule your complimentary 50-minute It's Time to Take Care of Me session. That's certified integrative nutrition health coach and precision nutrition health coach, Tracy Cromwell. Alternative Talk 1150, local talk for the body, mind, and soul. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. And you're listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the Saturday, December 24th show. A little difficult to know my cue because I don't know my music. We're doing some holiday spirit music, so happy holiday. You can also listen to my show podcast, my Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I am here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. Wishing you all the joy of the season and the happiness in the the upcoming year. If you are hearing my show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast, but I'm here to answer questions or connect you with the guests that I have on the show today. You can go online to the show on themoneyhour.com in order to connect with me. And now continued conversation with Tracy Cromwell. Uh, being healthy doesn't have to be hard. We're talking about how to get out of the costly yo-yo dieting lifestyle right here on 11 50 a.m. KKNW. So Tracy, we've been having a great conversation uh, here today and continued conversation dialing in uh, more in regards to health, how you look at your relationship with food, how that has an impact on everything in your life, your business, your finances, your relationship with your family, what energy you have left to give back to your community. And most important is how you feel about yourself, because that's what has a ripple effect on everything else in your life. So Tracy, what is the cost of getting stuck in the continuous diet program, the fad diet lifestyle, what, what is that, what does that look like in getting stuck in that yo-yo? You know, emotionally, I, I, you know, expressed at the beginning is just the emotional aspect of, of getting excited. Maybe this will be the time and then failing. And then um, a lot of these fad diets aren't um, meant to be sustainable. So once you're done with one, um, at least for me, I was like, well, uh, what to do now, <laughs> you know? And then if you really look at the price of the food you have to buy on some of these programs, that it's extremely expensive to do some of them versus um, in terms of how I believe, you know, what worked for, for me and I believe honestly works for everybody else is, is, is learning the skills you know, that you, so you don't need those things anymore. You yeah. don't have to spend the money there. 
And you think, you know, I, I love talking with you because you know that money could be going towards financial stability. It could be going towards buying a home. It could be going towards your 401k or something like that instead of um, otherwise. And so again, being integrative coach, you know, we talk about that. So, so yo-yo dieting is just how many times are you going to diet? How many yeah. times, how many different clothes do you have to buy? How many different outfits? How many everything? You know, if you can think, I'm sure whoever is listening, think about those things. You know, yeah. what do you have to invest in, right? That could be going towards your future instead. Absolutely. And I would imagine that nobody that goes on one of these fad diets is anticipating that they're going to then not just gain the weight back, but gain more weight back. I mean, ultimately yes. people are doing these diets because they want to get healthy and thin and maintain that for the rest of their life when the reality is that is not what's happening. You need to um, right. overall change that's gonna be sustainable for life. And that's changing your lifestyle. It's changing your mindset around food and all of the things that you uh, that you do and help as a coach. And I would imagine um, as well is you help to figure out where they're stuck that's mm -hmm. causing them to be bad to their body, right? You yeah. know, so that's what a coach isn't able to do is, is what is wrong yeah. with, where is your issue with yourself? Because the challenges that you're having is going to be different than someone else I'm coaching. So you're really, you have to get to the core of that problem, figure out how to fix that problem. And then you can fix everything around it, around the food and, and their relationship with food. Right. Yes. And what I would tell everyone is that can be one of the scariest parts yeah, to us, to the one, and like for me, I did not want to have to look at it because it was just going to show, yeah, I might get a little teary, but it, it was going to show again, another, this part of me that this was just not serving me. And then to have to admit it was very hard, but, but if you can be brave and go in and like when I never make anyone feel bad <laughs> when I coach with them, it's exciting. Like I get chills when someone can figure that out. It's like, we celebrate, we get yeah. so excited because so great. it's like, oh my word, everything can open up. And so getting that fear out of there, you know, to, yeah. to do the discovery is, is so worth it, you know, so. Absolutely. And that's why another benefit, a huge benefit for you and what you're doing and a huge benefit that you went through what you did, because without that, you couldn't be the coach that you are today when you can be vulnerable and you can share your story and where the really core of it was coming from for you, then it helps to give permission and helps people to be excited to open up and dig deep for themselves so that they can get to that core. Yeah. So there's not, there's no better coach than a coach that has a story of overcoming exactly what you're coaching your clients with. So a beautiful um, yeah. uh, story that you have, Tracy, and uh, no wonder that you're able to make the difference that you are in your clients because of that. So Tracy, what is your diet philosophy? <laughs> My diet philosophy um, I, is that there's no one diet. I was going right. to say, do you even call it a diet, right? <laughs> and I call it a diet because it's interesting. If you look it up in, in the dictionary, we're all on one of uh -huh. some kind. It's just consumption of food is, is what a diet is. It's just uh -huh. whatever we eat, right? So well, you're on one already. I'm on one. You know, it's just, that's how we, it, it's kind of fun just to go. I, I recommend everybody just go look up the definition and it uh -huh. takes the pressure off, you know, okay. we're, we're all on 
we're all in some form of a diet that that's what really it's just what you consume over time is what a diet is so so it's fun to think of it that way and then it's like oh okay so yeah you, you would say like with um i'm going to use a horse this just came into my mind because we had horses as kids we would put them on a specific diet for and that's just what they ate that's all uh-huh yeah, just really simple. So, but not everyone's diet's right for another person. Like you and I probably might have similarities, but they might, we might have some definite differences, right? Yes. And yeah. um, so that's basically the concept of definition of uh, diet philosophy is that there's not one right for everyone. And I love helping people create the one that's right for them. Yeah successful with right beautiful so. and then you can maintain and have a completely yeah. different life for the rest of your life yeah yeah and what the a challenge is now oh sorry go ahead sorry no you go ahead the challenge I was gonna say was if we look at the health of the United States and the world we're on a really bad trajectory you know what we're saying is common now being all the chronic illness all the diabetes the fact that kids children are getting type two diabetes that should not be happening to them. Our trajectory is really off because of the diet chosen, you know, or, or whatever at that time, you know, yes. so just a harsh reality. Another cost of, of this cycle is yeah. high insurance. <laughs> you go back yeah. to that of not eating healthy and living healthy. So and think but. about that. If you're, if you're a parent with, with young children, um, your relationship mm -hmm. around food most likely is going to be your child's relationship around food. So yeah. um, if you want your children to have a healthy lifestyle, which is going to have an impact for them on everything else in their life, you need to be that example and you need to figure it out for yourself um, uh, as well. So Tracy, so you don't have a preferred diet that you recommend for your clients. Would that be an accurate statement or do you? Right. So my preferred diet is the one that I design with my client that again, makes them successful specific for so them, specific for them in their lifestyle, their activity levels. What do they do during the day? What's their schedule? Um, I mean, you know, so to, to try and put someone and say, Hey, you're all, you're going to go keto. Yeah. Or you're gonna, you know, do this specific thing with these calories. I, I'm not really a cal. I'm not a calorie counter coach. Just so everyone knows, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just not that way. Because reality is, being able to live that way is very hard, very difficult, very regimen. So my goal for others is this: we design something that has great flavor that they can do, they enjoy, and then we also put in yes treats, yes, you know, going out to dinner. Um, having a dessert. It's not about deprivation. It's about, you know, incorporating something into their lifestyle. So that could be a total mix of, you know, different things and, yeah. you know, figuring really, that out. Tracy's really, uh, she helps you in tail tailoring a, dis yeah. a, dis a, a diet specific to your needs and your lifestyle to make mm -hmm. sure it's going to fit within your lifestyle. Yeah. That way you can have a healthy relationship with food and it's sustainable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what is your, what's your definition of food, Tracy? So my definition of food. So I used to be confused with this. So I used to think that anything in the grocery store and if the box says healthy, nutritious on the front, that's exactly what it's going to be. Um, 
again, I never wanted to read labels. I didn't want to take the time. So my definition of like food we consume, food is really something that is nourishing your cells, something that brings value to your cells, something that helps them do what they're supposed to do. So basically that's real food. That's, that's, if it's celery, it's real celery. It's not something um, with a bunch of chemicals in it. If, if you're a meat eater, it's, you know, I, it's a little bit more expensive to do this, to get the grass fed, you know, um, beef and chicken like that, but that'd be ideal. Uh -huh. But the, you know, the best quality that you can possibly get and, and put into your body so that the cells do the right thing. So cells don't, you don't get inflammation so that you sleep better so that you don't have cravings. So it's, it's real food. If it looks yeah. like that, you know, so yeah. Okay. Not the box processed stuff. It's not yep. real food. <laughs> so what does nutrient dense mean? I love nutrient dense. So nutrient dense means, um, so you can have different foods. So this is a good spinoff of the last question. Okay. So nutrient dense means that, um, for the size or the amount of calories or something that a food has, that it gives you so much nutrition, like blueberries, strawberries. Strawberries are really great and blueberries and all those that, that have a lot of nutrition for very small amount of size, that kind of a thing. Um, so if you don't have nutrient-dense food, that's going to be mostly your processed foods. That's going to be foods that have been um, torn apart and put back together to be called food. And then they try and put the vitamins back in, but it's still not going to react in your body the same way that real food would. Nutrient-dense food makes a nutrient-dense body. So again, we live in a home. Do we want to live in a nutrient-depleted home or do we want to live in a really nutrient-dense, highly functioning, lively body? So that's one of the things I think about when I go shopping. Hmm, what do I want from this? Yeah. That is that is great. Well, this is a great time to uh, take a quick break, but coming up next on The Money, our continued conversation with my guest, Tracy Cromwell. Uh, being healthy doesn't have to be hard. We're talking about how to get out of the costly yo-yo diet lifestyle right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Alternative Talk 1150, talk radio for the body, mind, and soul. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell, on Alternative Talk 1150 AM. Now, back to the show with local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW at the Saturday, December 24th show. Happy holidays. You can listen to my show podcast, my Facebook premiere, or you can catch my show on my show YouTube channel. I am your host and local mortgage expert, Tina Mitchell. I bring into studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market on everything regarding your money. And now in studio, continued conversation with my guest, Tracy Cromwell. Uh, being healthy does not 
have to be hard, how to get out of the costly yo-yo dieting lifestyle right here on 1150 AM KKNW. So Tracy, we've been having a great conversation uh, so far in regards to your relationship with food, um, health, how to get to the core of the issue that is potentially bringing in problems that you're going to, your comfort food, which most of the time is not healthy for you. Um, So is there a a main reason that you were successful getting out of your own health crisis? I'm sure there's, you know, there was a main reason for that. What, what is it? Yeah. So I, I think sometimes, um, at least for me, I always felt like for me to make change, sometimes I had to get hit upside the head pretty hard by the universe. (laughs) And most most of us do. Most of us do. Something that says, hey, I'm, you know, you're not listening to my slap. I'm going to punch you this time. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so anyway, um, after I was diagnosed, you know, with the prediabetes, I yo-yo dieted, Mm -hmm. you know, to try and solve it. And then finally it was, again, it wasn't working. I was like, bam, come on girl. And I had to, I finally surrendered, I guess I want to say I surrendered. I'm like, okay, if this is, you know, I'm going to decide I'm either going to stay this way. And I, you know, now take whatever results that is, or I'm going to surrender and I'm going to start making time and value that time to take care of myself, you know, and, um, and just also give myself like, it doesn't happen to happen tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I ate it. I ate a blueberry. I'm healthy tomorrow and I should lose 10 pounds. You know, Mm -hmm. I finally, I finally dropped that. I said, so gosh, well, if I, if I say that's, this where I want to go, what, what would a healthy person be doing? Hmm. Imagine what are they eating? And so I finally, decided I made a decision I'm done I surrender I'm I'm gonna just start even pretending to be like that person and see what happens you know and still wasn't easy at first because my brain was still not this is where I help people. We get that brain stuff out of the way first. It makes it a lot easier too. Yeah. To well, changing a, changing a bad habit is very difficult and mm-hmm. you know, creating, creating different habits going to work for you. And I like how you mentioned it's not overnight, overnight success does not happen. If it does, it's not sustainable in anything in life. You have to make those small decisions, those those small steps, and you have to do it over and over again, because there, then it becomes your new habit. And that's where the magic happens. Once you've changed your habit, everything else around that is going to change, but it takes over time. You know, um, you might've heard it takes 30 days to create a new habit. There's actually studies that show it takes 60 to 90 days to create a new habit. So you have to give it time. And that's where coaching is going to come in because you have somebody that um, not only is going to be there to hold you accountable, but also to know the steps that you're taking in this new habit that you're creating for yourself is the best one for you, which we've talked about uh, today in really tailoring something, a program specific for you that is going to work and is going to be sustainable. So Tracy, what is your philosophy regarding uh, your emotional attachment to food? Oh, <laughs> yes. So you brought up comfort food just a little bit ago. Yeah. And, and so that's it. So there's reasons, you know, we are, um, we celebrate around food. We go to dinner to be with friends around right. food, you know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you know, celebration is around food. And, yeah. and so um, we associate 
um, love maybe and happiness and all of this stuff around food. And then also we can utilize um, food to fill voids, you know, in the other aspects of our life that I talked about. It could be- During the breakup, you go and have a gallon of ice cream. Lack of joy, heartbreak, um, life, you know, something happens that's dramatic in your life and you try and, and, and use food to solve it. And I had one client, she's really cute. We finally figured this one out, but she, she'd do something really great. And she, she's like, you know, I just got home and I got some ice cream to celebrate. And I'm like, okay, why don't we find another reward? You know, yeah. So yeah. it is really cute, but not that we can't do that, but so that's where integrative nutrition, we think about, so there's the concept is there's primary foods and secondary foods. Secondary food is what we eat. Primary food is everything else, right? And that everything else impacts our, the way we eat, the way we um, handle our food. If yeah. we're more, you know, and then also though, the food can mess up and it, you know, or make better there. So they're all connected. So I have this fun story and I used to be addicted to caramel popcorn. My mom, one of my favorite memories when I was a kid was my mom make a big batch of it with butter and then she melt the craft caramels just oh. on it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sounds so, amazing. It, what, it is. And so um, I, I have this vivid memory as a child and we'd all be sitting around there's, you know, all the kids and parents and we're having this popcorn and a lot of fun. So to me, that popcorn meant um, time with my family, it meant love. And so of course, um, me at the time having that probably every, not, you know, every weekend and every other night wasn't a good choice. Yeah. Um, you know, so I had to figure that out. I finally figured out, actually, it makes me actually feel pretty awful, you know, afterwards it spikes yeah. my blood sugar and I get a tummy ache, you know, but, but I ate it anyway, because what it brought to me was this wonderful memory. So now I realize I can still have that wonderful memory. Yeah. That doesn't mean I have to eat that in order to get, it. To get that yeah. wonderful feeling. Interesting. You know, I can still do that. And so that took me a while, you know, uh -huh. to, and, and I actually went through a little bit like, if, um, you know, I lost a relationship with my caramel popcorn, yeah. you know, and it was fun oh, because we have these relationships with these food yeah. items, you know, they mean something, they have something of value. So once we can figure out what's around that and then, yeah, you know, and so now, um, I don't hardly ever have it Yeah, because I know it doesn't make me feel good, but I still have this warm memory of it. Absolutely. And, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, thank you for that story and that description, uh, Tracy. So what is mindfulness and how does that relate to someone's food, let alone their life? So how does right. mindfulness pull in to this? Yeah. So, um, you know, if listeners haven't heard the term, there's, you know, the mindfulness aspect of life and there's a term called mindful eating. And we may think that being mindful is all about you have to be in yoga or you have to have this really, you know, um, spiritual, mm -hmm. um, very much committed aspect of life, which is great. You, I mean, mindfulness is much a part of that, but we can implement mindfulness into what we, what we eat. Right. And so as much as, um, 
being mindful when we shop, right? How is this going to make me feel? Does this support me? Um, the other fun part about mindfulness, especially mindful eating is, and that's something I teach my clients is how to love their food and how mm -hmm. to savor their food. And one of the things I used to do is I'd be eating and I'd look at my plate and it was all gone. Yeah. I'm like, well, who ate my food? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I ate my food, Yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember eating it. And so I still want more, Yeah. you know? And so so um, just mindful, uh, being present, being um, listening, like we were talking about, the body speaks to us. Do we hear it? You know, yeah. especially when we're eating, right? It takes about 20 minutes for this, for the signal from the stomach to get up to the brain. Like, we're good down here. We don't need any more. But if, yeah. you know, it's okay. Stop sending stuff. But um, if we eat fast within 10 minutes, it can't send that signal. And then, you know how you get worse and worse, like if you overeat, all of a sudden it's yeah. even 10 minutes later and your stomach's still distending and you're just yes. so full. It's, you know, cause we didn't give our body the time to, to tell us. So yeah. So mindfulness in food, mindfulness in just being allowing to be present, like for you with finance, financial aspects, yes. um, mindfulness in, in our money. Um, you know, it's basically just being very present. And yeah. And that makes it in total sense. I'm unfortunately I've, I've never had issue, uh, uh, with food and I felt very, you know, fortunate that never issue with a weight. And I was that one that ate all the time. I could eat anything I wanted to, and I never worked out. Um, as I started aging, um, I realized that that doesn't last forever. And so I had to kind of take a step back and relook at my relationship uh, with food. And one thing that I did uh, pick up on um, was I was a really fast eater and, and I tried to figure out, well, why, why do I eat so fast? Why don't I save your savor, savior and, and really embrace that moment? And it comes back from being mm -hmm. in the restaurant industry and never wanting to not be able to have my, my tables and letting someone else take my tables. So I would lose out on that tip. So I never took a break. I would just like really quickly eat as I was actually working my shift. So it's just interesting to listen to you, um, you talk because sometimes you have to, if you haven't had an issue, eventually you're going to, and you have to relook at um, how you're treating your body when it comes to yeah. food, right? So Tracy, yeah. uh, tell, let's share a little bit about your, your book, your personal journey with food. Yes. So when I was in school, I had a peer coach and she's from Santiago, Chile. And um, we realized even though we're 6,000 some miles apart, we have very similar relationships with food. So we decided we should write a book called Your Personal Journey with Food. And it's a roadmap for the confused and frustrated dieter. Uh -huh. And basically um, what we wanted to be able to do is give a resource to people um, to at least start thinking about things and processing things um, in terms of how their relationship is with their food. Are they mindful? And all, you know, and all of that kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and it actually has in the beginning uh, questionnaires. So you do the questionnaires and now they're kind of painful in a way because um, you know, who, who wants to assess where they're at? But what they yeah. allow you to do is then pick what chapter you should read first, when, what chapter you should read second. Yeah. I don't know if you've had where you've read a book and and then you've, oh, it's really good, but dang, if I'd read chapter five first, then this yeah. all this stuff would have made sense. So we tried to make it very interactive. Um, 
And then I have a website um, that links to it so people can go in there and they can download PDFs again. If they've already gone through and scribbled in the book, they can download the PDFs. And Just, what's the uh, website, Tracy? It's journeywithfood.com. Okay. Yeah. Journeywithfood.com. Yeah. But they can get the book. They can actually get the book on, um, uh, order it from independent bookstores uh -huh. on Amazon. It's actually where they should get the book. Okay. And then the book will lead them where they need to go if I gave the wrong address <laughs> the book will leave them right place to go <laughs> perfect you can go on uh, on amazon and get tracy's book your personal journey with food so tracy i just have a few minutes uh left for the show mm -hmm. today and want to kind of wrap up with um what should people expect the experience that they would receive working with you oh right so what i love to do is number one create a very safe environment for my client you know and where again we're doing work that can be very challenging and um so very safe supportive environment but also holding them um accountable to their goals you know and then um but also being somewhat flexible because life happens do we need uh -huh. to make an option for a slight change right now those types of things um and they can expect to basically grow as a person um become more resourceful um know feel like they have that appreciation again for their body um their home not being afraid to go out to dinner anymore not being afraid to go to a party not being afraid to go to the grocery store and make a wrong choice because they will be so solid you know, um, not to say, now listen, I still have that little, oh, I should go buy some caramels. Uh -huh. My brain sometimes does that, but I can go say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. We've already gone yeah. through this. Okay. So getting to that state where they, where, where they can feel like they are um, in a position to, to even look ahead and say, okay, what could derail me? What's my plan B? What's my plan C? Yeah. So when something derails them, they're not going to panic. So, Absolutely. so just a very precise, very um, um, customized um, uh, program to yeah. fit them. That's great, Tracy. So uh, final as we're wrapping up the show, uh, quickly, somebody that's listening to the show right now that wants to connect with you, what's the best way for them to do that? Right. So I am on the social medias. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. They can go ahead and go out there and find me. But also my email, um, we'd love for them to reach out to me. It's just Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y at TracyCromwell.com. And they can go ahead and shoot uh, me an email. Um, I do complimentary session before they would ever commit to any kind of a program. And I'm not a hard sell, so they don't have to worry about that. I'm really here to help them and and see if we're a good fit. So they can reach out to me um, also on tracycromwell.com. And there's um, a lot of info there. So yeah, yeah. So if you're listening to the show today and you want to be uh, set yourself up for success in all avenues of life, because it starts with your relationship with yourself, your body, your health, mm -hmm. and the food that you're putting into your body, Tracy can really help you to have your best year ever, which means everybody that you love, you're going to be able to help them have their best year ever as well. Uh, just go to Perfect. Tracy. Uh, Tracy is T-R-A-C-Y dot Cromwell, right? Tracy dot Cromwell. The website is just tracycromwell.com. Tracycromwell.com. I should know. Yeah. So tracycromwell.com and her last name is C-R-O-M. 
W-E-L-L. And you can always reach out to themoneyhour.com and I can get you connected with Tracy as well. Tracy, again, thank you so much for coming into the show. It was great to showcase you um, and to share what you're doing and how you're helping in our community uh, with my listeners. So thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciated the time. And again, Merry Christmas. um, Happy holidays. Happy New Year, everyone. And and Tina, much gratitude to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, please visit the show at themoneyhour.com. Tina Mitchell, your host and your local mortgage expert. Enjoy your holiday with your friends and family. I look forward to talking more money with you next weekend right here on 1150 AM KKNW. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420, is a licensed loan originator with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134. Eight seven one. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.